this month of June, it is Pride Month. And so here to talk about that and about the programs and services of the Phoenix Center here in Springfield and how the pandemic has impacted that, what happens going forward. Talk about all of that. We're joined by Jonna Cooley, Executive Director of the Phoenix Center. Jonna, always great to have you on the program. Welcome back. Thanks, Jim. Uh, let's just start with Pride Month. Why is June designated as Pride Month? Well, it um, marks the anniversary of the uh, of the riots that were at the Stonewall Inn in in uh, New York City, where uh, LGBT individuals decided to fight back against discrimination from law enforcement, and um, kind of that was the turning point for um, the starting of looking at you know, rights for LGBT individuals, and so it's celebrated every year in June. Just a little over 50 years ago, and a lot of progress Mm -hmm. has been made since then, although it has felt in recent years like some of that progress could be undone or is in danger of being undone. Give us your perspective on really where we stand for LGBTQ rights in this country, and what do you see as the big red flags right now? Well, we, it, you're right. We made so much progress, and then it just seems like we're in some situations we're you know on a treadmill and not going anywhere. And in some places where you know we've gone back 20 years, it's just it's difficult to see progress made and then and then taken away. Um, and I don't know really where that's going. It seems like while some comments have been made, you know, um, at a federal level, states are seemingly standing by you know, what they have approved individually as far as rights and um, marriage equality and things like that. So it's been kind of a scary time because it it does seem like in some ways, um, you know, we're more marginalized as, as a community again. You know, and, and you, you make a good point. Uh, you know, we, we know that there have been things that have happened at the federal level or some attempts to uh, to to try to uh, either uh, avoid extending or in some cases rolling back protections for LGBTQ workers in, in the workplace at the federal level. But states can also do some of these things, too. And we're here in Illinois, a state that's been generally pretty progressive on these issues, a little behind the curve compared to some, but ahead of the curve compared to a lot of others. So for, from that perspective, is Illinois doing a pretty good job on these issues? Yeah, I think so. Um, we have um, a, a lot of support um, in, in from various offices in the state, and you know the governor um, has expressed support for um, LGBT issues, and um, you know has been supportive of, of things that we have done at the Phoenix Center. And um, so, yeah, I think that in Illinois we are you know probably in, in a better position than than many. And that brings us to the Phoenix Center, an organization here locally that not only uh, assists uh, members of the LGBTQ community, but is an advocate for them, looks out for their rights, et cetera. Tell us some of the ways that the Phoenix Center uh, works to help people. Well, uh, we have a variety of programs. Um, As far as directly helping um, individuals, we provide um, transitional housing. So if a person is homeless and they identify as LGBTQ, um, they can come to us and apply for our housing. Um, so we provide case management. We get them connected to all kinds of services, medical, mental health, food, clothing, you know, whatever it is that they need. Um, and in the process of doing that, they can stay in our program for up to 24 months. 
in an attempt to then, you know, kind of turn things around and um, transition into independence. Um, we also have a, the same type of housing program for individuals who are HIV positive and homeless. And, of course, you don't have to specifically be LGBT for that program, but, you know, some of our clients are. Um, we also provide um, groups, uh, support groups for, uh, we have a LGBTQ youth group. We have a parents group. We have a transgender support group. Um, and so those groups meet um, at different times throughout the month just to provide support to one another and deal with issues that are going on and things that they're dealing with locally, you know, with family members or at school or whatever the case might be. Um, we also do a variety of educational and social events um, for the LGBT community. I do a lot of training with professional individuals on, you know, better ways to address issues with LGBTQ clients or patients or customers or whatever the case might be and helping them to understand, you know, some of the issues that are out there. Um, and so we just try to, you know, really cater to things that the LGBT community specifically needs. And then in addition, we also offer free HIV, hepatitis C, and STD testing, and that, that's open to the public. Um, but, of course, our focus, again, is working within the LGBT community. How has the pandemic changed the, the things you're talking about there? Has it inhibited you from mm-hmm. being able to, to do a lot of these services and programs, uh, and, and is that starting to now come back again? Yes, um, it's, it's, it was huge initially. Um, of course, we have residents. Um, in our housing programs and, and the staff wasn't working in the building. So it was, it was hard to, to work with them. We, you know, had daily contact with them and we, um, you know, got them the things that they needed, but of course they were staying in place as well and they couldn't leave the building and then we couldn't go to them. And so that made it kind of complicated, but, you know, they did great and, and we worked through it. Um, and we're still under, you know, some specific guidelines there with, them going out and and interacting and and such just like everyone else um but what we were able to do the first of the month is we opened back up and we're able to offer like for instance um our direct services like our testing if a person comes in we'll do it the same way we've always done the testing with the exception of we now have like a plexiglass barrier so if you're to get um an HIV test, for example, we have to do a finger stick and there's a cutout in the plexiglass and basically you, you know, put your hand through. We do a, um, uh, a finger stick and and we're wearing gloves and you're wearing a mask and we're wearing a mask and we've got the plexiglass barrier. So we've, we've put safety measures in place so that we can continue to provide those services that, you know, do require us to be face-to-face with people. Uh, everybody uh, adapting uh, to the times in which we live. We're talking with Jonna Cooley of the Phoenix Center during this Pride Month. Uh, Jonna, I, I've had the, the great good fortune of being able to attend the uh, Putting on the Ritz annual event each year with the Coalition for Rainbow Alliances, uh, where I've gotten to hear people talk about how your programs and services there have helped them uh, you know, get their lives back on track, get them uh, to a point where they were able to go to school, get a job, do whatever, work through some of the uh, the challenges that they were we're facing. Unfortunately, this year we didn't get to have that uh, that event. I know there are some mm-hmm. events coming up though in celebration of Pride Month. What what's planned uh, to to mark the occasion here locally? Well, what we're doing is, of course, we can't do anything get together wise, but um, we have starting June first, we have every day um, had some different um, things going on in our social media. We have uh, 
Trivia Tuesdays. People can answer a trivia question and be eligible for some prizes. And we're asking different people to uh, send in videos and showing their support of Pride Month and just trying to get the entire community engaged in kind of a virtual Pride. Um, and so that's what we're doing, uh, you know, to try to at least make people, help people feel like they're connected, you know, because in, in this particular time, there's so much isolation with the COVID um, situation. But then even prior to that, a lot of folks who live in more rural communities and, and don't have support or can't be out, you know, they these people are so isolated and we just want them to know and want everyone to know that, you know, they're not alone and that we're here and they can always connect with us some way, whether it's social media or, or email or whatever the case might be. And, um, we want people to, to feel that even if we can't get together. You can uh, certainly check out the Phoenix Center uh, on Facebook. We also mentioned, too, again, Coral, the Coalition of Rainbow Alliances, usually does a pride picnic in June. As you mentioned, that sort of thing can't be happening this year. So instead, they've got what they're calling the Pride Drive coming up on June mm-hmm. 20th, where they're collecting uh, donations of items. And the Phoenix Center will be one of the beneficiaries of that. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's a week from Saturday. And they just ask us to all submit um, a list of, you know, things that we need that people could donate. And I think that, you know, our list is unique in that we do have residents. And so we're always needing, um, you know, things as simple as laundry detergent and um, uh, cleaning products and uh, personal hygiene products and things like that for our residents uh, for our housing program. We also have our youth program, which isn't meeting right now, but, you know, hopefully we'll get back to that. And so they're always needing things to be able to um, do their art projects and things like that. So we just put some items on there that are really important to our groups and our, our services and the people who, who get those. Um, and then I know that food bank is one of the, one of the folks or one of the groups that's getting donations as well as the um, street Renaissance. So I think they're, Coral is going to put out something as far as what all the donation requests are. But, yeah, so that's their alternative to having the picnic. Yeah, we'll be talking about that more in the days ahead as well. But as you noted, that is on Saturday, June 20th uh, from noon until 3. And it's going to be starting uh, in front of First Church of the Brethren on Yale Boulevard. So you'll hear more about that. Mm -hmm. It is a way you can support the Phoenix Center. But for for Jonathan, those in the community and those of us who are allies of the LGBTQ movement, what, what more can and should we be doing in this era? Well, you know, it's it's hard right now as far as, you know, asking people to do things, for example, like volunteering and things like that. We just can't get together. But I think something that we can always do is, you know, just come together as a community and support one another regardless um, of whether we're talking about race, ethnicity, social, socioeconomic status or gender identity or sexual orientation. I mean, we just need to all support each other. And I think that when we hear other people saying disparaging things about any group in our community we need to you know stand up and and you know speak out for them if they can't speak out for themselves because a lot of the a lot of the hatred that's out there comes from people just simply not knowing someone who's from the community or having just a lot of you know preconceived notions about what it means to be a part of that community Good advice across the board. Jonna Cooley, Executive Director of the Phoenix Center here in Springfield. And, John, as we mentioned, you've got a, a Facebook page, I assume other social media as well. How people learn more about what the Phoenix Center does? 
Yeah, we've got a Facebook page and Twitter and Instagram, and then all of the information about all of our groups and services and everything about the Phoenix Center is on our website, which is phoenixcenterspringfield.org. phoenixcenterspringfield.org. John Cooley, happy Pride Mm -hmm. Month to you, and thanks for your time this afternoon. We appreciate it. Thank you, Jim.